Welcome back to Feedworthy episode number four. Gentlemen, how, were, how was the break? I spent my time actually doing this. I don't know about <laughs> you two. It was fantastic. Just a reminder for everybody tuning in, we've got uh, Steve St. Germain, social, hey everyone. social things, uh, Eric Bowe of, of Strategy. The strategery guy. <laughs> and myself, Steve D'Angelis from Rebuild Group, a agency located in Milwaukee Junction that does ad stuff, uh, among other things. Ad-like objects. That's right. Today, we've got a very exciting episode to talk about uh, some of our favorite things that have happened over the last few weeks, including butterball turkey. <laughs> Eric's, uh, one of Eric's passions. Oh, we're talking turkey today, Loving baby. that butterball. We're talking turkey. Another one that showed up was Tom's little blip on the radar. If you were a fan of Jimmy Fallon, you might know about that. And then, of course, some of the uh, best Black Friday deals ever that we've come across, you'll want to, you'll probably may, we may not have heard of. Oh, it's the best. The best, that's right. Black Friday deal. And then finally, we'll talk about some holiday brand merch that uh, came available and went very quickly. And well, Some of it did. Some of it, I don't know, got stuck in the chicken fryer. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> that's right. How many of you guys went out shopping on Black Friday? Ugh. Before we get into it. Cyber, cyberly. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was online. I did not know. Makes sense. That's where I was seeing a lot of it, too. A lot I mean, of those deals started hitting on Thanksgiving night. I did them on your phone. I think it was Walmart had a commercial where it was just the parents carrying their devices around the house everywhere they're going, positive or not, right? They're in their bed, the kids dragging their leg, they're at the kitchen table, and they're just shopping on whatever device it is they have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ironically, the clock in the house. ironically, Walmart got blasted for a Black Friday failure. They actually set up a maze to channel people through the store. It did not go well. Oh, wow. We're not going to get into that today, but if you're if you're bored, just go on Twitter and look up some images. It looked like a madhouse. I've had a panic attack at a Walmart before. <laughs> Let's get into it. So just as a reminder, um, what we're doing here is called Feedworthy. What we did is looked at themes during the last couple of weeks that stood out and what the marketers were doing. Some marketers um, actually created a lot of conversation and energy. That's what we call Feedworthy. Some, well, not so much. And that's what we call Feed Worthless. So today we're going to go through the four topics Steve mentioned, and we'll talk about each one of them individually. So let's kick it off with yes. let's talk turkey, boys. What a ball. Um, the biggest thing this year, and Butterballs owned Thanksgiving Forever, and it makes sense. They sell frickin' turkeys. Mm -hmm. About, I don't know, I think it's like five or ten years ago, give or take five years. Um, they invented National Thaw Day, which is a week prior to Thanksgiving, just to make turkey more relevant and expand it. They're known for their turkey talk line. In 2017, they did about 110,000 requests for how to cook turkey. That's amazing. That's wild. Didn't you get a discount on your, uh, your turkey? Yeah, I went. I went to my wife. Hopefully, my wife isn't listening to this because she get mad. <laughs> well, I, I had to bring this up. <laughs> I know you did. You're just getting me in trouble. I actually went to Aldi to get it for I think it was nice. eighty nine cents a pound. Wow. Yeah. So a lot of turkey deals out there, but my wife very brand sensitive. She loves Butterball. Not a big fan of Aldi. Well, so did she I, notice? How'd it go? It tasted like any butterball. They're frozen for two freaking <laughs> oh, yeah. years. It's That's not right. gonna matter. Don't ask. Don't Did you guys? Did you guys? I mean, I cooked the turkey for our house. What'd you guys do? Yeah, you know, we hit Meyer uh, just a few days before, and actually, it was funny. 
all of the smaller, more normal-sized turkeys were sold out. So there was like 21-pound, 24-pound. I think we ended up with like a 19-er. It was like one of the smallest ones that we could find. Um, But it ended up being organic. And uh, or organic and fresh, which was something that we oh, hadn't tried before. So you did the fresh turkey. Yeah, we did, oh. uh, just because it was just. I guess we went a little late. Very classy, though. Yeah, it worked out. I don't think anyone could really tell the difference, but. Yeah. What about you? Oh, we milked it. My parents cooked again, ah. and uh, they did all the hard work. They go to a specialty shop for their turkey, like a, a Dearborn ham type of place. A specialty shop for turkeys. Like, are they educated turkeys? <laughs> They're specially educated. (laughs) Specially educated. All right. Well, the interesting thing about the turkey talk line with Butterball is prior to this, they had many different ways you can contact them. You could text them. They had a 1-800 number, Facebook, Twitter. You know, they're very progressive. This year, brand new, they added a skill to Amazon Alexa. And as of November 1st, you can actually activate that skill, which I did at home. Did you guys do this? No, I, w- I wish I wouldn't. No, I don't have Alexa. Alexa so. well, a lot of times I like to try marketing because sometimes I go, well, why the bleep would I actually ask Alexa how to do a turkey? Oh, we ask Alexa a lot of things at our house. Well, I do too, but doing a turkey seems to be yeah. not the most proper channel. Anyway, um, it does work, and you can ask it many different questions, which are reflective of the other channels because what they did was create the content, and they just put it over that. So the interesting thing is when you take a look at some of the posts on how people responded to this news, like why don't you take the first one, Steve? Yeah, sure. This is from Brian Westbrook, me. Alexa, how do I roast a turkey? Alexa, you don't, at Brian Westbrook. You're not allowed to be in the kitchen. (laughs) No, that would actually be funny. Yeah, and uh, we have HK Hall here who says, "Just just tried your tip to have Alexa, quote, ask Butterball how to stuff a turkey. She did not know the answer at Butterball at NBC Chicago. So this guy's trying it out. Didn't get to work. Yeah. From a PR standpoint, it hit the talk show circuit, and a lot of the late-night hosts brought it up, like um, Seth Meyer, for example, brought it up. And Butterball had a standard response to him. For example, um, at, um, at Late Night Seth, you've gotten some calls at the Turkey Talk Line that made us go, really? And this year you can hear our experts tell them, just ask Alexa, ask Butterball for a memorable call. So I actually did this. Mm-hmm. Do you think there are people just, do they like staff up for, for this oh, event? Oh, they do. And they just got a call center And they do get weird ones. Or, so yeah. the first one was actually quite interesting about a guy who was thawing his turkey in water, and it disappeared. And, and the um, person asked, well, where were you thawing? He said in a swimming pool. <laughs> and the second one was more of a um, tearjerker story anyway. I only lasted about two stories, and the ADHD kicked in, and I went on to <laughs> something else. The funniest one is um, – what was happening more of a cultural thing, especially with you flipping millennials, you decided to punk your parents and ask the following question. Ask um, Butterball if you can microwave a turkey. So while Butterball got this question, what turned out was a lot of uh, millennials, we won't mention names, but Steve, do you want to talk to it? <laughs> yeah, actually, Vanessa and I in the office did this. And yeah, it's like a viral meme going around where you were supposed to text your mom and ask, uh, how, do you, how long do you have to microwave a, a 25-pound turkey or a 20-pound turkey? And uh, typically, the moms will freak out. So I think my mom, it was a, we were on a group text with our family, just like organizing around the holidays. And I threw this out like... Mom, how do you, how long do I microwave a turkey? And I think she was on to me because she just said, "Ha ha, very funny," and uh, <laughs> and then you know someone had changed the subject. But I, uh, you know, I don't think she she was uh, 
Yeah, she didn't fall for she it. She knows you're. Say that. She knows you're socially savvy, she, right? Yeah. yeah, and then uh, Vanessa, Vanessa's mom was like, "Why would you want to do that?" Like she, she freaked out a little bit, but I think she knew something was up too. Uh, but some of these we found were pretty fun. Oh yeah, let's let's read a couple. These are pretty good. Um, first one, let's read about CP and CP. Um, was um, texting his father. Uh, I'll be the dad. Okay. Steve, you want to? You want to? Yeah. Go sure. Ahead. I'll be the. Uh, I'll you're be the millennial C- here. Your CP. <laughs> uh, dad, how how do you microwave a, a twenty pound turkey? Dad, you don't. Have I taught you nothing? I feel like a complete failure. Be sure to wrap it in plenty of tinfoil and ignore the fire alarm <laughs> when it goes off. I like not. It seems like he was onto it. He's like throwing shade back at his son. <laughs> you got it. Um, the other one was um, Sherry and um, her daughter. Uh, I'll be the mom. Okay, I'll be the daughter. Okay. I'm not going to do it. Well, I'll do. How long does it take to microwave a 25 pound turkey? Mom. Turkey cannot be microwaved. Cannot. But if it's inside, well, sorry. <laughs> but if it fits inside of it, do you think three hours is a good enough amount of time? Turkey cannot be microwaved. Sherry. Oh, sure, her name's not Sherry. You cannot be microwaved. It will explode. Okay. How long do I cook it before it explodes? Turkey cannot be microwaved. It's as if she's trying to reach through the phone yeah. and choke her daughter. Like, don't do not do this. Oh, there's plenty of these. And a lot. they got a lot of publicity on it, which is really funny. I mean, there's a write-up in USA Today and stuff like that. Here's the funniest part. Butterball rolled around again and actually on the Today Show explained, yes, you can microwave a turkey. And there's seven steps to doing it. <laughs> For, you know, the biggest thing they say, you can't do it frozen, just like if you're going to throw it in a turkey fryer, just don't do it that way. You microwave it for a few minutes, you baste, you microwave more, you baste. Roughly, it's huh. about, if you read through this, probably about an hour plus to microwave. It's not a 20-pounder because it's got to fit in the microwave. And then you baste it before serving. So these are very. We're looking at these steps in front of us. Very detailed. They're very detailed. Yeah. So the talk line did come through. Eventually. I can't imagine a micro anything microwave that long tasting. I gotta say, bravo to Butterball on this quick type of response. It's very thorough. I mean, they 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 saw an opportunity, and here they are. They seized it in a big way. So what are the odds, though? They saw the opportunity and they go, okay, let's go to the test kitchen. And they spent a lot of time trying to figure out exactly what to do. I mean, Odds are that this wasn't out there before this whole millennial. No, right. someone had they, tried this internally. Let's uh, yeah. figure it out. How do we make it? Well, there, this is actually what we, we, we pulled these notes off of the Today Show, which is really interesting. So what do you guys think? Was Butterball over the um, Thanksgiving break feed worthy or feed worthless? I, I think for the for the right crowd, it's feed worthy. Okay. You know, for someone who's not hosting, doesn't really find it entertaining to think about food or talk about it. I don't know that you're breaking through with them, but I do think within a segment, you know, certainly is food worthy. Yeah, I think food worthy um, or feed worthy. You <laughs> <laughs> said food worthy. That's nice I, food I only worthy. had a bagel for lunch. Sorry. Yeah, yeah uh, I saw this. Uh, I saw this being shared quite a bit on uh, on Twitter mostly. Uh, I do follow more of a tech crowd there, so a lot of those folks were sharing about it. And it's like it gave people an excuse. This hit right around the time. It was like early November, mid-November when they announced the skill. Great timing. I mean, call it a gimmick, but, uh, you know, I think it was well done. Well played, Butterball. I agree. Actually, I gave it two drumsticks up. (laughs) (laughs) A new new feed rating. It's a new uh, feed rating, two drumsticks up. I agree with... um, Steve on this it's like to me it's like 
they've already had nine different ways to get to the talk line. It's contemporary. It was topical. It broke through the buzz to a lot of people who were unaware they had a talk line. That, that is very cool. So anyway, let's let's go into the next one. Uh, Steve, want to talk about yeah. Tom's and his stand. So if you're a fan of Jimmy Fallon, uh, are either one of you guys watch Jimmy Fallon? Yeah, I yeah. like him. So yeah. Blake uh, Mikowski was on, who was the founder of Tom's, and he was there to make a, a very specific announcement. But before it, uh, made a very – it was a, a tearjerker. I mean, there was it was a very quiet crowd listening in and people reacting. So there was one, the reaction to his – short speech which you can watch on youtube obviously um which if you haven't and you're a uh, advocate of uh, ending gun violence or or you know new new laws and stuff it's a very it's very good and emotional but um which jimmy found sort of known for anyhow so he announced that they're donating five million um dollars to help end gun violence and they had a, a pretty well thought out or roadmap of how to do that so they pointed you to the site um, if you wanted to contribute and, and all they're asking is that you send a postcard. So they took that process of writing uh, your representative and made it very easy. You hit the button, you make a couple options, and then you hit click and go. And now your representative from your state knows how you feel. And it was, it was very well done. And, and of course, the thing that followed was the conversation. Um, so without getting too political about it, we just found some examples that kind of, A, set up how people were sharing it and talking about it and then people who had some uh, opposition to and then people who were running to the store is sort of uh, reminiscent of our nike chat yeah um on a, on a, on a much smaller it's scale right this, yeah it was definitely yeah. brave yeah yeah brave so I'll, I'll i'll do the first one uh from leslie lee who who uh, kind of helped set up what's happening my eight-year-old and i watched blake's announcement on jimmy fallon tonight she asked me to send a postcard, so I sat with her as we filled out a simple information form and hit send in under a minute. You can handle this too. Hashtag and gun violence together. Hashtag Tom's. Um, there's, this is the majority of posts. If you were to look it up, what you would see. Okay. Um, yeah, and so Chelsea uh, at Chelsea Bow Show um, was was one of the few uh, that had an opposition. So she said. And I'm unfollowing and boycotting your shoes now. Hashtag Tom's. Hashtag Second Amendment. So, I mean, this is, uh, you know, this is kind of the risk you take when, you, when you're a brand and you take a stand, is that there's going to be people who care more about maybe a political issue than your brand. So they're going to use that issue to, to, you know, to take a stake in it. Um, and sometimes it does pay off, like yeah. David A. Cohen. Um, replying to Tom's, not only am I going to go to Tom's to send my postcard to my representative, but I'm going to go to Tom, hashtag Tom's, I'm going to buy, excuse me, but I'm going to buy hashtag Tom's shoes for every goddamn person in my family for the holidays. Very passionate, right? I mean, yeah. Talk yeah. about feedware. If you want to get someone, get people fired up, this this type of action does. Now, where that $5 million goes to is all, it doesn't even matter. These people are talking about the action, right? And right. That's, what, that's what the goal of it is. Well, and it's making a statement. Yep. Yep. You know, so ever since Kaepernick and Nike, I'm I'm seeing these things when they do happen and paying attention to them. So maybe that that's a maybe there's more to come. Well, if you think about Tom, though, they've been known a lot for philanthropic, and they've been like the buy a shoe, give a shoe program has been a thing they've done. They've given away eight million pairs of shoes since. And they're yeah. about culture. There's a lot more. Yeah. If you go on the website, they have a lot about water. They they do mm -hmm. quite a bit, and so they're always making cultural statements. This one's more on the political fringe. Yeah, and it's a pretty splashy number. Yeah, but they did it right. What do you guys think? 
Uh, I think that this works for them. I think that they're, uh, you know, probably their shoe buyer is mostly going to be a younger, progressive, uh, possibly millennial, Gen Xer. And this fits right with it. It's crazy to see so many brands taking political stances. Uh, But maybe is that the future of shopping where brands are more forthcoming about this stuff and you start choosing the products you buy with the brands that have the same values as you? It's an interesting it's an interesting concept i i commend tom's for going for this um and especially over over a holiday that kind of surprises me maybe the timing mm-hmm. of it um but i like it so feed worthy I, w- I would agree feed worthy i can't really add much more to what you said but i think you're dead on with it yeah to your point just to add i think because of the, it's authentic to the brand yeah. already it it feels right you know if it had been out of left field i don't know but i think it, you know it does fall in line with their uh, their brand in general. So. Culture. It's not the first time they made a statement. No, it, but it, was, it made them relevant again. I mean, yeah. if you hashtag, look at hashtag Tom's going back before this event, it wasn't a lot of, yeah. of anything, really. It was like typical stuff. It was low volume, low searches, or I'm sorry, low, low occurrence. This happens all of a sudden, you know, through the roof conversation. Yeah, so definitely empathetic too. Mm-hmm. All right. Feed worthy it is. Feed worthy. Cool. All right, I got one for you guys. Black Friday, again. Let's change pace. Let's change the pace a bit. <laughs> Cards Against Humanity. Now, how many of you guys have played this around your holiday tables? Well, there's there's a couple versions of this, right? There's the safe for work version, the SF, uh, SFW. Or is that what it is? Yeah. Uh, and then there's yep. the not the not so. Yeah. They're more known for the not safe for work, and you know, and and really the family friendly version of of how this game is, if you're not familiar, is as apples to apples. It's basically played the same way, uh, but it's almost like an adult version of that. So very controversial. Every Black Friday, they they pull a different stunt. This year was no different. This year they pulled off the 99% sale. They launched it on their own website, 99%offsale.com. And they primarily use Twitter to kind of kickstart everything. So every 10 minutes throughout the day, they would sell a different product at 99% off. And they had all kinds of products. And they got a lot of buzz for this, a lot of PR for this. Uh, So the headline here from Business Insider says, this is 100% real and very possibly a very bad idea. Cards Against Humanity is selling cars, medieval weapons, TVs, (laughs) even at $100 bills for 99% off. Didn't you mention to me that they also show... Uh, sold the lazy boy, Joey's lazy boy from Friends. Yeah, that's right. What? The, the yeah. big lazy boy. See, you would have wanted that. Uh, I just look. I'm just looking at this when we were reading through it. I just make some things we talk about just make you smile. This is one of them. Like, well, how do you not get entertained by a nine percent off sale? They had a huge like gummy worm uh, that people would want for no reason. They were selling live ants, believe it or not, <laughs> just like absurd stuff. And every 10 minutes, so they were basically like 10-minute flash sales. And every 10 minutes, they would release a new product. And people would go to Twitter and just talk about how outrageous they were. And uh, we've got we've got kind of some of the bites throughout the day. There was a lot of chatter about this. I'll tackle the first one. Uh, Melissa Neuerberg says, Dear at Cards Against Humanity, I really wanted that life-size cutout of Orlando Bloom. Hashtag 99% off sale. Below that is someone who ordered, apparently, Thanks at Cards, Humani- Cards Against Humanity for a great Black Friday sale. Fast shipping, would recommend. And there's a picture of the guy with the life-size cutout of Orlando Bloom. That's pretty nice. I really want one of those <laughs> now. Um, this is one, when, when Steve told me this originally, this is one of the one I like is Jarrett Shack. Hands down, the best $1 I ever spent in my life. Thanks for a great Black Friday. And he shows a picture underneath of 
he got a hundred dollar bill for one dollar. Ninety nine percent off. That's what great. a deal! And I love the handwritten note. Cards against humanity. Cards humanity. Yeah. yeah, cash baby. And then uh, T. Aaron Carter says, "I would pay them the salary to be part of the marketing team." Hashtag Cards Against Humanity. So, I mean, this is a really fun idea. They do different stunts each year. I even saw some chatter about people kind of waiting the night before to see what they were going to do this year. So it's almost become a thing to kind of see what they're going to do. And then a couple others. Uh, Robert Hernandez says, hands down, Cards Against Humanity is again winning on Black Friday. Who wants to do the poncho toilet? This is amazing. How (laughs) come there's a picture of this? I I don't know. It's like, I (laughs) love the way he wrote it. It's like... This is typically how they get a response, right? Success, your poncho toilet. Dear Black Friday participant, holy shit, you did it. You were quick <laughs> enough to grab the poncho toilet for 99% <laughs> off. You've been charged $0.09 cents plus sales tax. In three to four weeks, we'll ship you the item. Congratulations, Kara and the Cards Against Humanity team. Gosh, that's just so awesome. I just love the way that's written. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's and his comment. I don't think there are any circumstances where I'd be more proud to own a poncho toilet. <laughs> That's great. America. Way America. To, way to make yourselves relevant. <laughs> this is great. So, yeah, I think, you know, we saw a lot of people having fun with this. Uh, there were some people on Twitter that were complaining about how they, uh, how the how the kind of the system was set up where they would put in their credit card info and it would tell them pending sale. And then they'd go to Twitter and say, I'm still waiting. And there maybe was some confusion over who some of the winners were. But it seemed like a people when you when you did get the the prize, they would email you, and then everyone seemed to be screenshotting these emails and posting them to Twitter, which was a big win, too. So there's just a lot here, uh, but overall, like with all the PR they got on some of the news sites, um, you know, I feel this one was a win. But you know, what about you guys? I I, I want to curious what the goal was. Like was how many decks of cards does Cards Against Humanity move in a given holiday? 10,000 units or something or I don't, I don't know what it is well but. let's put it this way if, given that it's a game that people give to other people you want to be top of mind your timing you, you want to do it this perfect timing yeah I, I, yeah it's a hard I think it'd be hard to argue this wasn't feed worthy from the, the volume and the examples that were uh, easily it's going to be hard to top is the only thing it's hard yeah 99% sale I mean yeah. I think it's, it's incredibly smart it's right in line with Black Friday and you have people checking throughout the day to see what the items are going to be. That the mysteriousness of yeah uh, the mystery behind the items. Mysteriousness is not a word. The mystery it behind is now. <laughs> it is now. That's right. Behind the items is is a, is a very popular tactic used by a lot of kids' toys producers now. Yeah, where it's like the the egg that cracks open and there's some random crap inside. It doesn't matter what's yeah, inside. That's it's right. It's just the egg. Got to have the egg with this, the random crap. That's right. That's what this 99 cent off sale does. It just gets you looking. It's an adult egg with a random crap inside. <laughs> Which I'd happily crack it. <laughs> nice. All right. So let's move on to the last one. And um, it's just titled Santa, All I Want for Christmas is some brand merch. Now, I'm an old guy, so I usually see merchandise, but I'm channeling my teenager daughter. And really, uh, several different brands came out with some holiday gifts, or holiday branded gifts, and we just want to walk through those, and we'll talk about them. The first one's Jimmy Dean Gift Exchange. So on Jimmy Dean, they were giving away several things, um, and you had to do certain things, which I'll get to in a second. One of them was um, a vinyl record from Jimmy Dean of his Christmas um, classics back in 1965, um, an apron, a Jimmy Dean sausage, um, 
ornament about buckle and probably the one that got the most pr was jimmy dean's sausage wrapping paper it is glorious too. it is glorious now the way this worked is people needed to take a picture of a recipe while they're making the recipe and they would post it up on there to actually claim a prize within days or within a week they sold out of everything so from a perspective of um, selling this stuff that's great but what about the social perspective so there's a few posts out there um, I love this one from Gary Meyer. Nothing screams baby Jesus's birthday more than Jimmy Dean decorations and sausage center wrapping paper. Which is, is exactly as you're imagining. Yes. <laughs> the, and it, the wrapping paper looks like it's nice wrapping paper too. Yeah. I just couldn't imagine my dogs would go bonkers. <laughs> they would destroy it. <laughs> uh, another one from uh, Richard Patterson. It's beginning to smell a lot like breakfast. Jimmy Dean sells out sausage-scented holiday gift wrapping paper. Smells like sausage. Tastes like paper. Aromaless video. Dang, that's right. I mean, yeah. And to your point about the pets and the dogs, this guy, uh, Ann Sequoia, says, wonder what the pets in the house would do. So you're almost teasing him in a way. But, oh, yeah. Uh, this is fabulous. So well, let's go through all three of these before we do feed less, or feed worthy on this one. So let's go to the, our friends from KFC who seem to be pulling a stun a month lately. So what they did is they came out they, with a line of clothing with KFC on it, um, done by a designer, um, Naijo, out of Japan. Now, I'm not familiar with him. You guys know this guy at all? No, this is the first time he came on my radar. No, I don't, but you know, the, his, his designs are, are familiar. So he's, he's almost kind of, it, it's, you can't see this obviously because it's a it's a podcast, but it's almost like a streetwear kind of style, uh, Asian influenced. I'm so glad you're here, Steve, because Eric yes. and I would not. We, know we, what we you're said, about. There's yeah. people with Colonel's face stuff on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, w one of the things it was a little, people were questioning it, and um, one person responded from um, No Spoon Apparel. For those asking why at the human made um, KFC collaboration, number one. Nigel is obsessed with Americana. Number two, KFC has a greater cultural significance in Japan. It's literally a traditional Christmas meal that people wait in line to get. So KFC already has some the same vibes as the Supreme Drop, no joking. Yeah, and that, they're, they're referencing that estimated number of 3.6 million Japanese families treating themselves to fried chicken during the holidays. That's astounding. At an American fast food chain, yeah. And, and I, you know, we were, we were talking about this earlier. You just can't show up and wait in line either. You have to pre-order this stuff. Well, the first thing I do is go back and text family who's there and say, is this true? <laughs> oh, you know what we should do? We, I dare to go home to your wife tonight and go, guess what we're having for Christmas dinner? <laughs> KFCs. <laughs> See how that goes over. By the way, I don't think you have to wait in line here. No. Well, that's so in Japan, it's a pretty big deal. Makes sense. But what, how did the U.S. respond? So um, um, Ash Atypical responded, I know human-made clothing better quit. I know human-made clothing better quit it with the KFC logo on the back of the damn jacket. This is not fashion. <laughs> a little pushback on the uh, KFC logo. Uh, yeah. A little serious, yeah. Uh, another one from at Tama Rothering. I had to share this. I think it is an excellent Christmas gift. I bet we see a lot of people wearing this after Christmas. LOL. Yeah, and, of course, she looks really to geek.com geek or geek.wish.com. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not really that serious. <laughs> <laughs> and here at Baby Lisa saying, KFC is releasing a clothing line, LMAO, laughing my ass off. Let me get a drumstick crew neck sweatshirt. So she's uh, she's almost mocking it but but having some fun with it. Maybe she hasn't been to the site yet and seen. You can actually have a handbag with the colonel's face on it. Yeah. 
She doesn't know this merch is <laughs> fire. <laughs> well, let's put it this way. If you take a look at it relative to the other two subjects here, this one had the least amount of posts, and they're more like what we saw here. They are not favorable towards KFC. Now, in Japan, maybe favorable. U.S., not so much. Last but not least is our friends at Chili's, which is at every suburban mall. On um, Cyber Monday, they actually launched a cyber clothing. So you could go online and actually order clothing. They offered four different things, a swimsuit, T-shirt, cufflinks, and a queso bomber jacket. <laughs> so um, it was really interesting because of the forum, the queso bomber jacket took off and really created a lot of um, tweets around it. So for example, Hannah Taylor tweeted, at Chili's, I'll eat a skillet of queso every day for a year if you gift me the jacket dropping, uh, that jacket dropping tomorrow. So really, really ahead of the game there. And then here's another from uh, at Times Marches On. Been trying all day. The website acts like it doesn't want me to buy anything, frowny face. Please extend the sales so we can get a skillet queso jacket, exclamation point. And then Chili re Chili's responds, thanks for trying so hard. It seems like a lot of people have been trying hard all at the same time. We're very popular. Our very popular sale made the site crash. Please try again a little bit, okay? Question mark. <laughs> and even more people. So at West Comfield here says, hi, Chili's. Your online shop is down, and I need your bomber jacket more than I've ever needed anything in my life. <laughs> I've attached a picture so we can both see what I can have. Help me, Chili's. You're my only hope. And unlike the others that felt a little more like, uh, I mean, the second one was pretty professionally shot too. This one's very done up from a design standpoint. It, Definitely, there was a concerted effort from Chili's to be a re to act like a retailer, well, it's, right? It's you know for a, for a moment. Casual right? diner meets fashion. I do appreciate the effort that went into this. It is a it, it it's got a good kind of satire feel to it. Well, the queso bomber jacket, it just like it just took off. It, it is pretty cool looking. It is, and um. If you're curious of what we're looking at, if you just go on Twitter and search for um, uh, Queso Bomber Jacket, you can see visuals of this. So what do you guys think of the three? First for and foremost, yeah, they're all three cheesy as hell. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Definitely. I think from, a, from an American market standpoint, the KFC one, uh, you know, I don't know that it would have a feed-worthy element to it. Interesting, <laughs> certainly, but the Chili's one, for me, proves in the pudding. I, mean, I think that one... Had the biggest splash, and I, my opinion, the most wor uh, feed worthy. Okay. These are so much fun. I love I love this idea of uh, of brands that you would not expect to do these like clothing drops because these are becoming more popular. The one tweet mentioned Supreme, which is like a streetwear brand that does these, and they'll say, "Oh, dropping this Friday," and then they'll just put a stuff out of their store, and it sells in like an hour. It actually sells like actually within like a minute or two. It just goes so fast. So this is a really fun spin on, on that, and I've never seen a brand do it before. So I love both KFC and Chili's with what they've done. And I love the wrapping from Jimmy Dean. I, I mean, yeah, honest, nice. honestly, I, I like all these. I think they're really fun around Christmas. What I love most about them is that they're not, they're not huge. They're not takeovers. They seem like little stunts that uh, these brands are just throwing out there and having some fun with which is like how you how you win and, and what makes magic and social is that they're not putting these on uh, Good Morning America or they're you know they don't have TV commercials around them they're just fun little stunts I think that they're great I, I like that I wonder following the gift giving if you'll see any people celebrating the opening of a Jimmy Dean 
well, scented. Yeah, that'd be great. Probably, <laughs> probably be a dog destroying. Well, I look at there's three different levels here. One of them's feed worthy. One of them's feed forgettable, and one of them's feed white elephant. Hmm. So let me start with the feed white. Are you elephant. trying to tell us you got us a gift, and it's wrapped in Jimmy Dean sausage? <laughs> Refer to please, 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 please. please. <laughs> So the feed white elephant to me is the KFC stuff. I just, I can't take it seriously. I think in Japan, that's great. In the U.S., it's a stretch. They don't even look cool. Now, again, I'm an older person. Yeah, you're not. What, yeah, yeah, they're they're pretty corny. They're, they're it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, pretty corny. Um, the feed forgettable uh, to me is the Jimmy Dean stuff. I think it's a great idea. What they did is something that I wish their agency would have talked them out of. They had people post privately the photos. If you're trying to create buzz, why the bleep won't you actually have people put it out in their feed and hashtag it to become a part of something so you create something? So part of that, I think they missed an opportunity socially, so it's more forgettable, and I think it had a lot of legs mm -hmm. to really do a lot more. And I do think Feedworthy was Chili's. It's, it, as you said, Steve, I think they did just the, the way they shot it, the way they did it. But you know, you didn't see the t-shirt, you didn't see the swimsuit, you didn't see the cufflinks, they nailed it with a bomber jacket. Absolutely. And I think it's just with the old English script on it and everything else, it just was well done. And you saw it when you looked at the feed, that one by far, compared to all three of these, really generated the most. So I would say this one was feed worthy. Yeah, I think it's it's really fun to imagine some of these moments that w will be happening around the tree where someone maybe who where they have an inside <laughs> joke around a place like Chili's and they get this legit skillet case bomber jacket with a, maybe a gift card or something. How many were actually available? Do you, do you have any idea? I, well, when you go to the site, it was it was already it was shut already down, down because yeah. they sold them and, and look through it in articles and stuff. Look, we do white elephant in our family every year. This the, would be a shock. The bomber jacket. Would take the cake. Yeah. Would, would a, people would have fought over yeah. it. Yeah. The KFC stuff, nobody would have taken. That is a good point. It really it does change the white elephant game if you bring something like this to the table, right? Yeah. Well, the general rule when you do white elephant, at least 50% of the people should want what you bring <laughs> as opposed to getting crap out of your basement. <laughs> you know, I, the, the more I think about this, I feel like this this type of stuff could be the new normal when it comes to brands activating around, around things like Black Friday. If you're a restaurant, like, hey, we are doing merch and they're selling out like crazy. Why not just do some crazy stuff oh, every yeah. year? Why yeah. not? For well, pure this or a gift card. This stuff, everybody does gift cards. This stuff is just, it pops. Yeah, I, I think for marketing people in general, who's probably most of who's listening, uh, who listens in, it it lets, they, they these brands were brave enough to do something different. You know, and, and I think we work with brands that maybe want to stay within their, their walls of comfort. This was like, why not, let's, why not, let's become a retailer for a weekend. But think about this, which ones are on brand and which ones are off? If you look mm -hmm. at the KFC one, they're doing the Colonel actor rotation. And now, we didn't talk about this, but early in November, you can buy the Colonel outfit. Right. So it's very much like you can be the Colonel. This clothing line does not fit that brand image. Yeah, this is, this is a, a Japanese designer taking it and applying it to his market. And what we could be looking at, by the way, is spill over into the U.S., and maybe it is big in Japan. I don't mm -hmm. know. So giving them a little benefit of the doubt here, maybe that's what's going on. Chili's, it fits their brand identity a little more and what's going on in and by the way jimmy dean's sausage paper how could you go wrong oh yeah it, it actually makes an aged brand more relevant today by doing something like that let's all be encouraged 
to do something and make our own queso jacket queso for jacket. our brands or with. make your own smelly wrapping paper <laughs> 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 yeah so i mean this you know we we wrapped up black friday i think um there'll be a lot more christmas stuff to come yeah and uh, that we'll be looking at in the weeks ahead yeah very i'm, I'm excited for for a little holiday break you know I get hope back so. get back <laughs> Hang out with the kids. Give them scented holiday paper of some sort. I Did you guys get your? Do you guys put up trees? Do you guys get your tree already? Yes. Yeah. We are uh, very strict about it. It's uh, oh the, the day after Thanksgiving <laughs> every year. Awesome. And I will not relent. I want a, so a Black tree, Friday. an actual tree from a tree farm. Which one did you go to? Like, it's not evil, but yeah. Uh, it's up by us off Fifty Nine, actually. Broadview. Yes. Broadview. Yeah, in Milford. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice place with the whole hayride and everything. Of course. Yeah. It's just it, it's just a fun day. The kids love it. I'm not going to give it up, even though I'm being fought. That's great. Oh, yeah. Keep <laughs> fighting. <laughs> My kids are a little older. I'm fighting. We have actually five trees we put up. Five wow. trees? Yeah. For four are up. The fifth one we have not done yet, so we haven't made our trip to Broadview uh, okay. to do the hot chocolate, the Santa, the ride. And, and then, then Dad has to carry the flipping tree out of the That's right. You lay on the ground and figure out how to cut a tree down because you don't do that every day. Mm. Speak for yourself. <laughs> That's awesome. What about you, Steve? Yeah, uh, we li we live here in the city, so we just went down to the downtown market, and they have them pre-cut. And so we we lugged one off of their lot, threw it on the car, and brought one home. But uh, yeah, it's fun. It's been uh, it's not dead yet, and uh, it it looks great on a, on our front window. So we're we're having fun with it. That's awesome. Yeah, water them every day. They drink a gallon a day. Yeah, portably and thirsty trees. Not the fake ones. Uh, Only the real one. I, I want to do that. I want to talk about it. All right. As we, <laughs> as we wrap up here, uh, I want, just want to say thanks to everyone for listening. And you can catch us uh, each and every month or more often. Uh, we're pretty much just kind of posting whenever we get around to it. It's been about once a month. And uh, you can catch us in your favorite podcast player. Uh, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play. We're on Spotify, uh, Stitcher, Breaker, all those places. So make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. And leave us a review if you haven't done so already, too, because that helps people find us. So we appreciate that. Uh, hit rebuild.group to learn more about the agency. And if you guys want, uh, tweet at us. Let us know. I'm at Steve St. Germain. Um, at Steve at Rebuild. At E.G. Bo. Cool. And so that's where you guys can find us. I do want to thank a couple people who did uh, send me suggested, top suggested topics to check out. So uh, we appreciate that more the merrier oh with no that pun intended, yeah. happy holidays everybody we'll see you next time bye uh, later